Hey, first of all, just want to appreciate everyone who's worked so hard to putting this evening together. The young people and the people behind the scenes. Let's give them all a round of applause. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, Christmas is an interesting time. Christmas is a very interesting time. Some of us have good memories. Some of us have not so good memories about Christmas. One of the verses in the Bible really stands out for me is this one that I put on the screen. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. It says, And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Beautiful verses talking about the birth of Jesus. But this one stands out to me. And they shall call his name. In other words, a title for Jesus would be Emmanuel, which means God with us. And I don't know why this was on my heart right through the last couple of days. Wonder whether the Lord is trying to tell us something in the midst of all the noise and all the chaos and all that's happening around us, simply reminding us this Christmas that amidst all that we do, don't forget, I am with you. God with us. And let me tell you a story of a, of a young lady that I know of. This is way back in India, a couple of years ago. A young lady, uh, perhaps in her late 20s, early 30s. Recently you know, married for a few years, had a young child. Suddenly, out of the blue, they were happy, average family. Husband going to work, coming back, and, you know, happy family. Suddenly, out of the blue, and this is a true story. Suddenly, out of the blue, she developed fear. Fear, anxiety, panic. And she didn't know where it came from. She didn't know where it started. But for some reason, she would just get afraid of anything and everything. And it began to compound. It wasn't going away. It was increasing. And with each passing week and month, it was getting worse. And of course, her husband was concerned, so took her to all the doctors, the best doctors that uh, India, Mumbai could afford, did everything under the sun. Ultimately, she ended up having shock treatment. I don't know if you have that here still. I don't know if it's still there. But she had shock treatment to kind of calm her nerves down. But that didn't work. And then, of course, India is a very religious country, and it has a lot of everything there. And so she did everything she could, ran from pillar to post to get rid of this fear that had engulfed her life. Ultimately, she became skin and bones, and ultimately she became suicidal because she couldn't live with this any longer. Till one fine day, this must be two or three years after that fear took over her life, and a friend who hadn't visited her for many years came to see her and said, Philu, that was the name of that lady. What's happened to you? Why didn't you get in touch with me all these years? And Philu said, well, I just didn't know what to do with myself. And I did everything under the sun, but this is where I am. I just cannot get rid of this fear and I cannot get rid of this anxiety that I've been carrying. I cannot explain where it's come from and I don't know what to do with it. And this lady, her friend said, Philo, listen, can I take you and ask someone to pray for you? Simply pray for you. And my mom, my mom, because I know this lady was my mom, 
and I was her little boy. And my mom told this lady, this lady told my mom, she said, you've tried everything under the sun. Why don't you give this one more shot? I must have been about four and a half by then, so I quite clearly remember the sequence of events at that last stage. And so one Sunday afternoon, this lady, Carol, took my mom, Philo, my dad accompanied, I went along to this preacher or whatever. <laughs> we had no clue what that was in those days. And all he told her was, listen, Philo, I'm going to lay my hands on your head and I'm going to pray for you in Jesus' name. You don't do anything. You just sit back and let me pray for you. And he said a simple prayer for her that afternoon. And all I can remember right now as I stand here, as if this happened yesterday, my mom began to burst and weep and cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. Must have gone on for about 10, 12, 15 minutes. She began to sob and sob and sob. And after she sobbed for a few minutes, she stopped and she said, for the first time in all these years, I felt as if something lifted off me and I'm feeling so light and all he told her was now I want you to go back home I want you to get to know this Jesus who touched you today my friends God with us I don't know what you or I may be facing this Christmas season perhaps like my mom something that you can't put words to something that you can't explain an illness a feeling you know as I mentioned earlier, loneliness is one of the big things that's plaguing our society. I mean, we get a lot of people coming to us, not that they're needy financially, but they're simply lonely. Lonely. No one to talk to. And sometimes you can be in a crowd, yet you can still be lonely on the inside. Perhaps this Christmas, the word of the Lord to you and to me is, I want to be with you. Emmanuel God with us. Perhaps there's something else. Perhaps it's anxiety. Perhaps it's, 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 it's an unmet expectation. Perhaps it's a dream that's been shattered. Perhaps it's, I'm not really sure why I lived this life. And that's what I went through when I was growing up as a, as a teenager on the streets of Mumbai. Quite literally. And that's when he came to me as well, just as he did to my mom. And turned my life Around Little did I know one day from the streets of Mumbai, I'll be standing on the stage like this and speaking to a fantastic group of people like you. Listen, God makes dreams come true. God is able to turn things around. God is able to say, listen, I can take the, the millions of broken pieces of your life and I'm the one who can make it into a beautiful masterpiece. And that's what my life has been all about. That's what Lyra's life has been all about. And that's why together we decide, listen, for the rest of our lives, we're going to serve him and we're going to serve people so that they can know that there is hope. They can know it's not over yet until he says it's over. And the good news is he doesn't say it's over because he's here for you and for me. And so as I leave this Christmas thought for us this evening, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us you and i don't need to fight alone we don't need to think that we've got no one with us but just as he touched my mom just as he touched me when i was about 17 and a half years old thinking that was the end of my world he rescued me 
Listen, there is hope this Christmas. There's a future. There is joy. There is peace. And there is life eternal. Now, let me close with this. And I always say, I use three things to illustrate the life that Jesus comes to give us. Number one, he gives us new life. That's what the Bible says. And if you're like me, I always wanted to have a fresh start in life. Anyone kind of felt like that ever? I wish I could erase my past and have a fresh start. But the guilt and the memories of all that I had been through kept haunting me. And I thought, can I really have a fresh start? But that's when God with us, Emmanuel, came and said, Chris, you can have a fresh start. You can have new life. But not only did he give me new life, there's another verse in the Bible that says he came to give us an abundant life. So not only does he take care of our past, but he also takes care of our present, which is beautiful. He holds our hand. I mean, we go through ups and downs as everyone else does, but we know we can count on him. He holds our hands. He's holding my hand. I, we've got a few years on planet Earth, 80, 90, 100, but I know that through these few years on Earth, I've got someone who can hold my hand who I can call Father, and I can go through this life. But the beautiful thing, it doesn't end with new life. It doesn't end with abundant life. Not just is our past taken care of, not is our present taken care of, but the beautiful thing again, he says, I want to give you eternal life. I want to give you something beyond when you finish your life on earth. And so that's what Jesus is all about. Past, present, future. New life, abundant life, and eternal life. And so my friends, as I close this little thought, remember this verse. Cry out to him. Cry out to him sometimes when you feel like there's no hope left, just like I did many, many years ago. God, if you say who you are, come and make a difference in my life. God bless you, and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you.